Steiner unclasped his rusted armor, revealing a delicately crafted codpiece. Aaron felt a chill on his arm from the sleeve he didn't even realize had fallen. He wondered if his spirit would pass from the fireplane when he inevitably felt the soft pleasure of physical release. I'm recording. Okay, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hello everyone. Oh, Timber, God. God damn it, Tim. Well, I'm keeping this There's all in. There's a delay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to Potosaurus. My name is Lou and joining me today we have uh, Timber. Howdy. And no, no one cares. And Ken. Hello. Timber had to ruin my intro, so I'm not going to let him talk. Uh, no, 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 no. How are you doing, Ken? I'm alright. I'm alive. That's a mood. How are you, Timber? Same. Yeah, same, same exact um, ditto. What he said. Nice. How are you? That's, that's great. <laughs> Super. Um, I'm in pain still. Uh, it's like less than yesterday, but still a bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, uh... I, I, speaking of pain, I did get mm-hmm. bit by a centipede on on Saturday. <laughs> like a mukade, or yeah. Do you guys have those there? Yeah, or is it just similar to one. No, it's it's well, it's similar. It's in the same family. Yeah, those things suck. They're yeah. like hellish. Looking creatures. Look up Mukade if you don't know. It's M U K A D E. They're like the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not you, people listening. Bari, look up Mukade if you don't know what they are. (laughs) Ask Borb if you need to know. Yeah. One came into the house because we were barbecuing for the fourth. And I I got my my foot bit and I had to go to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, God. And then I saw it yesterday and i killed it with my crutch so <laughs> but you're walking with a crutch now yeah because i got bit on the foot <laughs> oh okay. it, it affects you that bad i didn't realize like, like on I the bottom of the painful. foot like, you're not supposed to put pressure on it for like at least two days <laughs> oh your pain how are, Timber, your, did your you, pain did... kill well how's your hand oh um so, yeah, my wrist, I think I mentioned before, I don't know if Timber's been here since it happened, I, like, really messed it up, and I've had carpal tunnel and stuff for a long time. Girlfriend thinks I pinched a nerve, um, but, like, I have pain, like, where my wrist is, like, like, in the middle of that, um, that goes, like, goes all the way deep, and it extends up into my, middle of my finger, into my, my middle of my hand into those fingers, and then also into my thumb here, here and there, and then also starts radiating up my, the other side of my forearm. So it's been awful. I can't hold the controller, I don't really have much 
um, strength in that arm, which you has said, been really really sucked because you you I gonna, still have to do everything. I look for Did a clinic, help? right? Yeah, I was gonna do that this week. There's like one nearby, but I need to figure out what um, I need to do. I need to find one that like I don't have insurance. I just don't. Uh, Twitch doesn't offer that, and I'm not married, so I can't get on my girlfriend's insurance. I could, but it would be like we couldn't afford it because we're not married. Like it's like triple or quadruple the amount for like a non-married significant other or something like that mm. to deter people from doing that mm. so i need to look for something um hopefully it's it's something that can just be like simple like simple like maybe if it's like nerve maybe you just need to like get put on a medication to handle nerve stuff or things like that uh but i can't hold a controller or anything um i've been using arcade sticks to play games and that, those still hurt but hurt less because, like, I can use, my like, one hand to play the game if I have to. I can do the old, old Dead or Alive style of playing games if I really need to. Uh, so, which, over the weekend, we went to a friend's house for 4th of July, and that kind of, like, made it worse in a way. So we get there, and they have these two dogs. And, of course, I'm going to pet the dogs, but that actually wasn't the problem. The dogs were still the problem. Uh, I get there. They tell me one dog, like, oh, he might jump on you. He's really hyper, but he's fine. They're like, the other dog they point to, this tricolored mutt, adorable dog. They're like, he doesn't like men, so he don't be surprised if he doesn't come around you. I'm like, okay. Immediately he jumps on me and follows me around most of the day and keeps trying to jump on me throughout the, the, the day. So I'm like petting him, but having to like shove him off. So I have this like 50 pound dog jumping at me and bracing myself with my hands trying to get him to stop because he's like going to my face. So I get home and I'm like, please, someone put me out of my fucking misery right now. Because <laughs> I hurt myself worse by trying to keep a dog from jumping on me. Was it like the <laughs> Ethan Winters block where you had both hands up and you could, somehow... You kind of. was just like... And your chunk of your hand got, came off. And like, dogs, <laughs> the dog's strong too, so like he pushed back. And I'm yeah. just like, I thought this dog didn't like men. Like, I don't know what this <laughs> says about me at all. Like, I have no idea how to like take this, but like, I'm pushing this dog back. And he keeps jumping on me, and like I was happy because I had no nothing to talk about because they're all talking about work. Yeah, because they all work at the hospital. Oh, but I was just like, I wish this dog would leave me alone for a minute. <laughs> so but yeah, that yeah, so makes you it, attention. He was, and I. <laughs> we were also sitting in like ninety something degree heat, and, like baking in the sun. So it was like, uh, it was insanely <laughs> hot this weekend here too. It felt like Florida. Oh yeah, was it humid there for you? Because like Very. it's always humid here in summer. Very. So for for me, it was like n- normally it's humid here, but not like this. I mean, this was to the point where like cushion chairs outside were perspiring humidity. Oh, that's it okay. was warm at 10 p.m. at night. I'm just like, this mm. is a lot. Like, let's see. It is around 90 degrees right now, and it's 9 p.m. here. But, like, there's shade, and it's not, like, the sun beating down on you, so it's still warm, but, like, there's still escape. It's probably just humid as fuck, to be honest. I like summer. I like the heat, and I like humidity, because it reminds me I'm alive. But I also don't... doesn't mean I want to be in it the whole time. Yeah, I definitely feel but, that. Um, right now, it's 80 degrees here, and it's 10 p.m., so, yeah, second day in a row where it's, like, stupid hot for this time of night. And then Ken's going to be like, it's 80 degrees here with the breeze. It's humid, but we got a breeze. <laughs> no, it's hot as fuck right now. Mm. Granted, I'm like in a t-shirt and like jeans or like, like my, my pajama pants and that's it. 
So anyway, what have you guys been playing? Timber, you go. So, um, there hasn't been a whole lot uh, that I played over the holiday. Um, just Tell because the people a lot about of your dumb game. Okay, so I've been playing this thing called Cruelty Squad. I've gotten through about three hours of it, which put me... No, actually, two hours of it, which got me through three Which put you about three hours of the, the game. game. Sorry? I'll say you played about two or three hours of it, which put you about three hours into the game. Well, I, I corrected because it's two hours of total playtime. I actually had it pulled up. I was like, oh, actually, I overestimated how much time I spent. Are you playing games while we're recording a podcast? Uh, is that not what gamers do? Uh, but no, I'm not I'm not actively playing. I just have I don't Steam. think that's a pro gamer. Timber, I'm going to come and slap you at whatever part of the <laughs> fucking hand you're in. Listen, so, so uh, as I'm playing this game, I've noticed a few things. Um, but no, so, okay. It's a really odd game. Cruelty Squad is basically a... Oh, also, a, uh, Tim, Timber, what, what was this game made? Because I look at it and I look like it looks like it was made when I was a child. This was made... It probably was. A couple months ago. This right. came out literally <laughs> June it looks 16. Like, it, it looks like it was made with the Doom 98 engine. So that's kind that's of the, it's, fun. A, a lot of people describe that in the reviews of like, it looks like it was something that came with oh, this Temple looks OS. Awful. This looks awful. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is why I don't know this game, Timber, because it looks like a vintage game. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look that, it just looks like good, a though. bunch of textures thrown together. Like, it looks very haphazardly thrown together. I would say that the looks are the most off-putting thing about it. Um, but just, oh, shit, I'm going to use one of these for like the... <laughs> For the the image for the like the uh, podcast, <laughs> it's pretty. It's it's kind of like I don't know. It's very disgusting oh, man, it, in, it, in like its aesthetics that it goes for. But in terms of like the actual gameplay, it's very much like a Doom style first person shooter with a lot of Deus Ex elements in terms of being an immersive sim where you have to like upgrade your body parts. Uh, you have to contend with like trying to navigate through through levels to get to your assassination targets while more or less stealthing by enemies because a lot of them are very powerful and can kill you in basically two seconds. But if you choose not to do that, you can go in guns blazing and kill everybody if you like know where their patrols are positioned and kind of position yourself right. But it has a lot of really bizarre mechanics. One of the most um, immediately apparent ones is when you first get into the game and your clip mm. runs out in your magazine, there is not a reload button. Uh, you don't reload by hitting R like you would in 99.9% of games. In this one, you click the right mouse button and then pull back until the bar meter on the right-hand side gets all the way down so that you oh, can so then a, complete the reload function. It's like a um, manual reload? Kinda, yeah. It's kind of like there is a movement component involved with you completing that reload action. But it's not like in VR where you're like literally moving the whole magazine with your hands. Like it's it's still mouse based, but uh, it's actually pretty mm. clever. Uh, and it's not that I don't find it that distracting. So it's actually a pretty cool mechanism I, that I works like that. most of the time. I found a description of this game. Uh, Cruelty Squad <laughs> is the video game equivalent of a contact high. <laughs> <laughs> also, as as a tim- timber, as a person that automatically changes R to reload to a totally different button this is fine for me 
Wait, you don't put R to reload? Why not? I don't know. It's it, for me. It like because I'm I'm not used to playing with Wasdad. That's why. So I I needed something else. So I put it on my my scroll wheel. Wasdad. 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 Dude, I love hitting Dad to move around. That's Was a great dead. way to like. Was dead. That's my new key combo. I'm not even sure how to make that happen. If I can make the if I can make the leans into the D A D keys while also using A D to move at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, who messed with my controller? It was my controller. It was Was Dad. Yeah, it was Was Dad. It's Was Dad. Yeah. But the other, I, like re- regardless, I don't, I don't, I just, I just, I don't like messing around or moving my hand from that particular position. So I, I always change it to the scroll wheel, and I've always okay. it's so much easier. Then this one hundred, <laughs> this is one hundred percent up your alley then, because they literally move it to the mouse. So like it's kind of um, smoother that way. You don't have to like fumble around with the keyboard at all. It I does move have. It back. I would, I would, I would change it to completely the, the, the wheel though. I'm not sure if it'll. Maybe it'll let you do that. I've honestly not tried rebinding it because I found it pretty comfortable. Mm. Um, But so that's one of the the like most immediate weird things. The other two being the fact that it's um, it is a biopunk genre game, but it's using the cyberpunk mechanics of something like Deus Ex. Nah, man, I can't tell just by looking at this (laughs) design here. (laughs) Yeah, so like. They have these things called like gunk boosters where you've like the implant is literally that you've like drilled holes into the bottom of your feet that you then use to like spray yourself up as a booster. Like, yeah, aesthetically, the game's going for a lot of kind of grosser and very, very um, pessimistic outlooks on what the future of humanity might actually look like. But it's pretty interesting. Um, one thing that, that I think is probably a little bit more divisive and that I can kind of understand would be that way is the difficulty modes. Where in this, uh, if you die, there's three difficulty modes. One is divine light mode. The second mode is flesh automaton. And the bottom of that oh, is like traversing the chasm of misery. There's the three difficulties. Um, there is Timber, another. What the fuck se- does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, in divine divine light mode is like the default. That's what you start with. Um, and when you're in divine light mode, enemies hit you for like maximum damage. You hit them for maximum damage, and there are certain divine light doors that you can go through that are like mm. alternate ways of traversing the level. If you die once, it automatically sets you down to flesh automaton mode. And that basically just makes the game easier. But then it locks you out of the Divine Light doors, and you'll only be able to access um, Flesh Automaton things, which honestly, I don't actually know if there are any Flesh Automaton doors. But if you then die four more times while in Flesh Automaton mode, you go into the um, Traversing the Chasm of Misery, which when you enter that difficulty... Things are a lot easier, but they've also introduced flesh doors that you can then go through, as well as a mechanic where you can cannibalize the corpses of people you kill to gain health. Um, Cannibal corpse? Okay, Timber. 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 Yes. Can I I throw my 20-side die to do a saving throw? Or... 
because this sounds like utter Dungeons and Dragons bullshit that you're muttering to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, default it's... mode is the hardest mode. You can go through these fucking light doors. Then you it, you die once. You go to this flesh mode that you can't go through the doors, but is like yep. less damage. But you keep dying. You turn into the zombie mode that you can eat the flesh. Is what you're saying, yes. right? Yes. Can you go actually, up in difficulty gosh. or you can uh there's two ways to do it. One is by going to the divine light shrines which are hidden in two of the levels in the game. The other way is by enabling punishment mode which means you'll take double damage. Um but if you complete a level in punishment mode you regain your connection to the divine light and then you can go back to that. Um I believe there's also something called death mode, which is like a secret difficulty, which allows you to go through death doors, um, which I believe you use to get the second or third ending of the game, because there are multiple endings to it. Of course there is. Of course. Oh, there's also a stock market where you can buy stocks and also sell body parts. Can you go to the moon with that? Uh, no, but you can buy a house. It's uh, a, a million in-game currency, but it's which in the, you mostly acquire But it's in stuff. the sewer. It's in the fucking sewer, right? <laughs> the house? I'm, I actually, it's supposed to be in the nice countryside. Um, like, it's actually a pretty nice house because you spent pretty much the maximum amount of money you can get in this game to buy it. Um, Timber, that's going to be sad That to the point that that I'll be, in my generation, especially where I live... That I'll be only be able to buy a house in this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard playing the stocks in this game too. I don't know if you'll manage it, but um, I've mostly been selling body parts, um, which has been working. But you can only collect body parts if you're in the traversal of the Chasm of Misery mode. So you I do really have to want kind to clip that voice clip so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I collect body parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that that like establishes how completely insane this game is. Um, it's it's a it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow. Like it's hard to 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 expose yourself to it because it is an eyesore. It is deliberately an eyesore, and that does make it hard to look at hard to stomach like there's sometimes when i'm playing this game i legitimately feel nauseous and i'm not sure if it's just the way that like the fov is set or or the fact that i'm looking at like five different colors that definitely don't go together as part of the same wall texture um but at the same time the gunplay is great um the like rpg mechanics that are in there are surprisingly deep for what the game is and uh and that's awesome the music hurts my ears because it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like a death metal cricket song like it's death metal crickets that's that's the only way i can describe like the combat music in this game um so i try to avoid combat because i don't want to have to listen to the song um but that's okay because you can stall through the levels reasonably um I don't know. Someone asked me the question after I said I was playing Cruelty Squad, are you having fun playing this game? To which I responded, I think so, but I'm not sure. <laughs> like, that's kind of my stance on Cruelty Squad. Mean, <laughs> it's fun, 
but I am also very confused about what I am experiencing, and I have a very hard time articulating it. See, I want... This is why I want you to just fucking play Returnal. And I want to, I want to see if you get the same idea from that. I think I'd love playing Returnal, but I need a PS5 to do it. Yeah. Or you can just wait, like, three years and get playing on the PC with the, like, the 5070 GX, whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I, could, I, could wait, I could wait three years when I can finally buy a PS5, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, by then, it'll be the PS5 be the Pro. Oh yeah, well that th- then really the world did me a favor by making me wait, so I didn't waste my money on a pre-pro version. Hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of all that I've got on Cruelty Squad. What have you guys been playing? I like how long it took you to get through one game. Yeah, that you, see? Were <laughs> you know, you know, before you popped on, you know, Timber was like. I think it's going to be a fast episode because of I only played one game and I'm like, dude, we only we took 40 minutes to not even talk about E3 in our E3 centric game episode. Remember when we're like we're talking about having E3 and then Timber's like, no, we already did all that. Isn't E3 over? I'm like, no, we we even told you during the videos that we were going to do this at like a podcast. Oh well, I mean, I don't know, Zelda. <laughs> So Timber, I gotta ask It's a follow up from a a promise That you said that you were gonna do Did you finish the Xbox (laughs) Press conference video that we did? No, he forgot about it (laughs) Alright I'm sorry Timber doesn't even check his own Discord server I'm toxed, I'm I'm sorry Uh, I'll I'll, I'll do punishment (laughs) mode for that What have you been playing? Um, not a... I guess I keep feeling like not a whole hell of a lot because I don't consider anything I play on stream to have been played games, so I always want to say nothing. Mm. Um, but I finished Chrono Cross, which I want that game, and it's it's a soundtrack directly injected into my veins anytime soon now. Mm. Actually considering if I ever get an ex- any extra money, if I ever get a tattoo... I'll get some from Chrono Cross, probably. I really like that game. That was really fun to play after Chrono Trigger. Still a far better game than Chrono Trigger. <laughs> but they're both good. That was fun to get through. It was about, like, three weeks of, like, playing Chrono Cross. Chrono Trigger, then Chrono Cross. Like, back-to-back. That was nice to kind of get that complete story now. Hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a game I think people misunderstand... Like, I don't know how well the game really explains things. Like, I don't look at the booklets. I just figure things out. The game has a very confusing battle system. And unless someone explains it to you, it's kind of hard to get it. But once I explain it to a bunch of people, they seem to, like... Because I explain it while I was streaming. They're like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Like, yeah, it just looks more complicated than it is. Like, you know how Final Fantasy VIII has a really confusing battle system? And, like, you don't understand that, like, you're really not supposed to play the game. You're just supposed to play cards. Hmm. Like, it takes that, like, kind of, like, similar idea of, like, it's not your typical approach to an RPG, but it's a lot more approachable, and, mm. like, it makes more sense once you realize, like, you basically just put, you you fill out whatever elements you want on this, on this like, grid, and your grid um, changes as you evolve, as you level up. You don't have to grind in the game at all. There's no grinding, really. It's all, like, once you hit, like, a, a point where you can't, like, level up anymore, like, get, like, more, like, stats, you it's all down to what is your party makeup, what is your, like your equipment and what are your elements and like you can blast through if you have good ones it's just a lot of uh making sure you use what there is um like one of the things in the game 
So, like, you have your attack elements, but then you also have trap elements. There are some enemies that will use really high-powered um, attacks against you, and everyone still, with the exception of one boss, has, like, the same rules. They, you can only use one element of a kind. Like, like if you put, like, fire in, like, your bar on level 1, you only can use that one time. On level 2, you can still only use it one time. Everyone but one boss follows that rule. Oh. So... Like, once you get to, like, I got to the part where, like, you're fighting, like, a uh, a white element dragon. And it had this one move that party wiped me constantly. Well, then mm. I found a trap element, put it on this thing. So when it used the attack, I trapped the element. It became mine. It couldn't use it anymore. I saved myself from dying. Like, things like that. Like, it's some some fights are puzzly. And if you don't know that that's an option, you get confused. But I still really do recommend people play that game because it's really, really fun once you get the hang of it. And, like, there's 45 characters, and most of them are interesting. There's, like, 10 that suck, though. There's 10 <laughs> that just absolutely suck. But, yeah, that was really fun. Got, like, a lot of people to actually go back and play it and, like, at least appreciate it more. Nice. Um, after that, uh, let's see, what else did I play? I started Earthbound on stream, um, played it two days, and gave up on it, because that game is kind of terrible as an RPG. Mm. funny writing the writing's a little outdated here and there just because i mean it is a product of like the mid 90s translate like you know localization like there's some good stuff in there like some funny humor but like there's that it's a little outdated it can be funny it can't the music's really interesting because it's just weird and like aesthetically it looks kind of nice but the the way that all the mechanics for the game work are terrible you spend the first five hours solo and it goes from not so bad to this is hellish. Why would they ever let you play this game solo? Because you'll have enemies that can sap your HP and your mana points, and you can't regain mana in the game. Like I, I stopped playing it around like let's say about twelve hours in. I still had not found any mana replenishing items. They're not available yet. So if you run out of MP or PP in the case of that one, uh, you can't do any magic in some enemies if you just try and sit there and attack them. Uh, they don't do any damage, and there's, like, a ton of stats effects, and you'll not be able to move. Like, I don't know how many times I got, like, stun-locked by enemies who would freeze me, unfreeze me, freeze me, unfreeze me. Uh, or, like, they'd call they'd cast darkness on me, which is called cr- uh, crying, I think, in that game. So you just <clears throat> miss constantly. I got to an enemy um, where they could keep calling more. You can't run away from them for some reason. Everyone kept telling me, like, you can't run, and every time I tried to run, I couldn't. They cast Sadness on me, so all my characters are crying, missing their physical attacks. They ran out of mana, couldn't replenish their mana, and uh, they kept calling in more enemy, more, like, you know, friends to fight. So I got stuck in a battle. I even put on auto battle, just hopefully that would kill me so I could, like, reset. Because it is nice. If you die, you can choose continue, and it'll send you back to your last save point, which sometimes sucks because it's so many fucking battles. Or you can just reload back to the same point. Um... It took me on auto battle about 10 minutes to get them to kill my party because I was missing and then they were just casting the same status effect on me again. (laughs) And it just kept going. Everyone chats like, I've never seen this happen before. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? This is how this is going? The the battle, like, have you guys ever played Dragon Quest? Mm. Like, you know how, um, you know how like your inventory is, your characters carry whatever. For the mm. most part, most Dragon Quests, like, your character has their personal um, stock of items that they can use. 
and then you have like a party like like a big like um like you have like a like a party um stock as well which you can pull from but you can't do it in battle um earthbound does the individual inventories but they don't do the party one um and you have to carry around your equipment takes up room in this block um your healing items do um any random items you get are like that and you don't know what you are and are not going to need long term because say you finish like you, I got bubble gum I didn't need the bubble gum anymore I don't know that and it's just still with me now I can call the main character's sister and she'll come and pick up three items from you at a time for eighteen dollars which getting money is kind of annoying too <laughs> at a time and send them back it's such a pain in the ass you have to manage money which you get from fighting which is sent to your dad which you have to get from an ATM. You can't replenish your your mana points unless you find a butterfly, um, and that only replenishes so much, so over time they become very useless. Um, you're by yourself for a long time. There's five hours where you're just you, where you just nest. You get the second character. She's nearly 20 levels lower than you at level one, and you have to grind her up as a glass cannon who gets killed after two hits. Then once she is finally like leveled up, you get to another town, and they switch you over to the third character who's playing by himself to go meet these two people at level one. And I'm like, this game is so insufferably bad. I do not understand the love for it as a game. If this was like an adventure game with no RPG gameplay, it would be so much better because it's fucking terrible. And I was so mad all day today from playing it. Who do you say? I am there? not. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, is there, do you think that there's like a, cause I know that you didn't really like Undertale that much either. Would you say there's like a connection between your dislike of Earthbound in retrospect and your dislike of Undertale, which was trying kind of to so, emulate it? Uh, so Undertale doesn't really do as much Earthbound except for like the style and humor. Gameplay wise, Undertale is 10 times better. I would rather play Undertale. Like, well, over that. Like, I mean, I've never played Genocide playthrough of that, so maybe that's hellish experience. But you don't have to. You have options of what you can do. Right. Um, Undertale's a better RPG. It's a much better RPG. It's a lot shorter, too. Um, And, like, even though it's a single-party member, like, you... It works in your benefit because it's balanced for you only to be by yourself. It's balanced for that. You don't really run into a bunch of fights thinking you're going to be, like... Every fight that I got into, I felt felt like was going to be like wipe my party. I thought this was my last party, I like my last fight. Every single like random encounter I got into, because I'm like they just need to get one good setup on me and I'm dead. Uh, Undertale doesn't have that. that it doesn't have sense. that problem. I like how uh, when you were describing the the frustrations of things, though, like the way that the money system worked and these these loser kids that you were picking up along your adventure. It's just like I feel like this game perfectly encapsulates the suffering of being a child <laughs> like yeah like i mean like i get it like all the like thematically and stuff like that i would love to i'll watch this game i'll watch someone play this because i never want to play it again um all the adults are creepy everything supposed to make you uncomfortable like adults are weird and kind of like inhuman creatures at times like all those enemies are really weird things too like it it does perfectly get that feeling of being a kid and not understanding the world around you because everything is like scary, different, n- new, weird, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the humor goes with it too. There's a lot of like kid humor. There's a lot of like you know dick and fart jokes in the game. Uh, but it just it's so you can 
the game came packaged with a strategy guide, a full game strategy guide in English, and I understand why now. It's because it's terrible, and there's no way for you to understand what to do if you don't have a guide nearby. I, 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 the, there's only one other game that gave me this feeling, and that's why that's actually why I stopped playing it. Today I'm like, this feels like Final Fantasy IX, and I'm like, we're done. We're done. I have that <laughs> feeling already. You guys think I have three more days of this? I'm done. Do you want me to be angry every day? I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> it, I, I, it was the exact feeling I got, but like I even felt that on Friday. I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Final Fantasy Nine vibes, where everyone's like, this is a great game. I loved it as a kid. It speaks to me, but everything about it as a game um, is a hellish experience that I would rather be flayed alive than play. <laughs> After that, <laughs> I have tried to play a game off stream, which I found out that I can map all the um, buttons to one joy-con for the most part i can just put move on right and i can play some games that don't need the right analog so i picked back up octopath that's how bored i am and like when needing something to play offline is i'm playing octopath that's a very grindy game too but it's not so bad i guess earthbound really made it not feel so bad yeah i, I, Story I will still say sucks, like though. octopath is octopath saving graces are definitely the fact that like it does have some interesting story beats, and the music's fantastic, so it's easy to almost forget that you're grinding sometimes just because it's like, yeah, this song, again, I'm okay with this for 20 of those 50 hours that I'm grinding. I feel like I'm not wrong in this with Octopath. Um, the first like the first eight, getting all the characters and their backstories, I feel like is what, the first 10 hours of the game? It's definitely the strongest section of the game if that's what you're gonna say it's a, but, I was saying, but i'm saying it's like what 10 hours of the game oh yeah yeah i would in, say so so I, I even that did... first 10 or so hours um you don't know what the plot is of the game yet yeah not like, really i picked it back up like you you since you just like hey you go find someone you might learn a little bit about the world but like you have no idea what the driving force is behind what you're doing at least in the first 12 hours of the game it was like okay well i got i picked my character and then I went and got the rest, and none of them interact with me because I'm the main character, yeah, and they don't have anything to do. It's one of those things where and... it's like, I remember really enjoying my time with it, but if I boil it down, I I really just remember the first chapters of every character really, really well. And that's partially because when I did the demo, I played mm. each of the origin stories because the demo let you do the first chapter of every character. So I was like, well, I'm going to milk this demo for all it's worth. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to buy and play this game when it comes out. And then I did the first parts of everybody's thing again, because I don't, I don't recall if the save data carried over or not, but it did. I think you thought it didn't. You had deleted the demo or something. Yeah, that's what happened. Or you thought there might've been something different. So you're like, oh, well I'll just, you know, redo it in case they change it. And they didn't. They didn't, yeah, so that was unfortunate. Uh, but ba- past that point, though, I th- I can name, like, I think three chapter moments that were cool in the rest of the story. The rest of it was just sort of like, all right, that was that was the, the conclusion I kind of expected for this kind of story, uh, was generally how I felt about a lot of the beats. Um, and then occasionally... One thing I just, did learn about... I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, and occasionally they'll just throw something in there, like... All right, and on the merchant's path, we're going to fight a snow leopard now. Oh, okay. A poisoned snow leopard, no less. Yeah. 
One thing I find weird, which someone eventually like kind of spoiled um, it for me because I never thought I'd play again. So spoiler for Octopath Traveler, if you ever give a shit, um, none of your eight characters are the main character. <laughs> that is what I was told. You eventually meet the main character because you guys are all just picking up the pieces and hearing about this other guy, and then you get then you meet him, and he's actually the main character. It's like, oh, that sounds stupid. Well, <laughs> that's probably the plot beat that I didn't even do because my game rolled credits and apparently there's more to the game past credits on all of the hmm. all the characters you know once you finish the chapter 5 on everybody uh, hmm. there was more but I couldn't find where to go so I lost interest because I combed the entire map and I was like I don't know where it expects me to go what it expects me to do I'm pretty sure it has something to do with like the the faded the, the chosen one for the Dark Lord or whatever. Like, I have some kind of quest open, but I, it doesn't really give any details at all. Mm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I picked up. So, I'm like, because it's the only thing... I can only play RPGs at the moment. I can't play anything action-y. Because, like, uh, my hand hasn't been hurting as much because, like, RPGs for the most part, as long as you're turn-based, I can, like, do just slight movement. I don't have to, like, you know, move, like, quickly... My hand gets really fatigued quickly too, so like, I can't take a break on an action game. I can't hold. Yeah, I I wanted to replay Yakuza like a dragon, and I can't. So, I'm a little. Oh bummed. man. Well, it's it's a, a little bit too actiony for that. Well, um, it's I can't hold a controller. I have no way to play it. Mm. Like I can put the controller down flat, but like trying to like, like hold like a controller in your left in your right hand and then like put your hand over the other on the analog stick and try and do it with flat without like moving your wrist much it's kind of sucks okay hold on it kind of sucks i did it for a while like i have a couple of wrist um braces that i personally have that that are literally to help with recovery of like carpal tunnel things Hitting the shoulder pads would be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's not my thumb that hurts, and it's like it's more of like my wrist hurts, and then it shoots pain up and down. Yeah, if it like gets irrit- if it gets fatigued, so like m- too much movement, it gets fatigued, and that's when it starts. So I'm just like, okay, well, let's wait. Which sucks because it's got Game Pass for three months. So hmm. I tried playing Dragon Plus. Oh yeah, I tried playing Dragon Quest Builders too. Um, if that. Side, if your little partner character talks to you like me one more goddamn time, <laughs> I'll strangle him. He's like keeps talking. I'll stop. you be like, "Hey, there's a rock over here." Yeah, no shit, dumbass. I know. I can see it. I don't need it. Ah, oh, but uh we might need. No, we're not gonna need it. How do you build stuff? Because I'm a builder. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me and my Goku hair alone. Okay. I mean, you know, if you need something low impact, now is probably the time. To like be like maybe this is the MMO phase for Kyo where you can like no <laughs> you I have told people if someone pays for three months of um, Final Fantasy fourteen for me I'll play it but All the right. thing is they're like well it's they're like it's free but I'm like yeah but I want the f- I want the paid version I don't want the pleb version I want the premium shit buy me a house so I can <laughs> oh, let my account lapse yeah, so the house gets lost. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to buy your house in Cruelty Squad, apparently. It's the only way. It's not so much that you can't buy it, it's that the times the times that plot is available, it gets bought up instantly. You have to be, like, there mm. on the minute. Yeah, screw that. Yeah. Apparently Pasta has a house, and that's why she doesn't let her subscription lapse. 
for too long. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's all I played. Ken, how about you? So, I finally finished Mass Effect Legendary Ooh. Edition. And if I had to give, like, my short, like, 10-second review of it is... Shepard learned how to run from Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> he, he, he dropped some weight. He figured out how to move. Well, you can't even run in Mass Effect 1. And in Mass Effect 2, he has like a s- stamina system, well, they, which is fucking they do that, stupid. He, he kind of, the run animation, too, is kind of like a Scooby-Doo run. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Or like, or they just like have like slouch over a little bit and then just like shuffle side to side quickly-ish. And then, like the animations yeah. for running it's, it's are wonderful really because you, you see his legs moving, but at, the terrain around him is moving faster than his movement. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like, three's run is actual an actual run, but the thing is, you're like just fucking booking it, and you can't change any sense of direction, which is really funny. But yeah, just like, you know, from Mass Effect 1, you're just like on a light jaunt. So... I think my favorite discovery, which I don't know if it, if they haven't patched it in Legendary Edition, I hope not, was um, how drastically you could break the cutscenes in that game if you just like console commanded a uh, the the Mako into places it doesn't belong, and then no, trigger cutscenes while in the Mako. I, I, I didn't play it in PC. <laughs> Darn. You know, maybe I should. If I would have done that. Maybe, maybe people would have voted in for longer. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, no, I understand. Like it is literally the, the friends we made along the way of the game, and you know, I got to three. I I did everything. I got the good ending. Miranda didn't die. Fake plastic bitch didn't die. Uh, I I got everyone for the Citadel DLC. Banged my space racist Ashley. So. It's all fun. Did she ever learn to to be a little less racist? No, but pre- uh, your n- navigator or your second in command Presley does, and it's really funny. Like if you go to see your ship from Mass Effect Two, he he has like a diary that you can see, saying like I don't I don't trust Shepard. I don't know why he lets these aliens on board, and then. It shows the last entry saying, you know, oh, you know, I've been through a lot with them. I, my, my stance, and I feel bad that I felt this way looking back in my diaries. And he's like, you know, these these crew that helped us save the world and stuff like that, I would die for them. And then he just dies from an explosion from the collectors. I know, yeah. Spoilers. He, he, <laughs> he had so much character development in that diary af- po- posthumously. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why they do this. Make a bunch of character development for a character who literally doesn't matter. And then don't do it. He had two lines of dialogue in number two. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure one of them was like, It it must be the Batarians. (laughs) Which also, I still hate the Batarians. What are the the big um, guys or like big snuffle up against monster looking things? They're not big and furry, but they're like (laughs) these gigantic things. And they're like, yeah. I love those. Yes. Surprise, surprised voice. What are you doing here? And that's enthusiastically agreed. I like you them. Know, they, I, I really <laughs> want their... Authentically their, intimidated. <laughs> like, the, the running joke is that there's a 10-hour, like, unabridged 
Hamlet version yes. of the Elcor. Yes, <laughs> the really Elcor version want... of Hamlet. Oh, it's so fucking I, good. I really want to, really want to like listen to it because I know I'm like I'm gonna be just so bored to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so like they performed it in one, and then there's like a. They they have the recordings of it in two, and then in the Citadel DLC, you get to see the guy that plays Hamlet. Yep, and so. I remember one of the comments about it was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't know how I felt about that Elcor play. I could really read their intentions a mile away. Like I knew it was coming, because <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way for them to be deceptive. It's just like." Um, what what would the just inauthentically? Of course, I love you. And then, like I don't know. I'm like looking at the Hamlet thing. Feigned intensity, feigned insanity, and mock disdain. Why thou art a fishmonger? <laughs> poor, poor Yorick. <laughs> oh, people are asking for a Krogan Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then you have the Blasto like thing that you can pretty watch, pretty much watch the entire movie of Blasto Four in in Mass Effect Three, and then you get to be a part of Blasto's Five. Blasto saves the Citadel for the the Citadel one. So, but overall, I'm I I liked my time with the Legendary Edition. Will I do it ever again? Like how I did it this time around hell no like i've i went fucking really hard on this game i platinumed the all three of the games uh, but i didn't get the platinum for legendary edition because well, i'm i'm so mad about that <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so for paramore you, you, the, the the only the only trophy I, I didn't get was paramore and that was because so i i chose ashley cuz i want to be a space racist but I guess this can also go for Kaiden as well if you choose let him choose to live. So if you are faithful to the human companion from Mass Effect 1 all the way to Mass Effect 3, you are locked out of Paramore 3. So that either intentionally makes you makes the your shepherd be with Liara or cheat in Mass Effect 2 just so you can get the third trophy. Liara I don't agree sucks. with that. Yeah, and Liara sucks. So it's either that or just cheat. <laughs> Liara is so damn boring. Liara is one of your most OP characters. She's the only person who can learn her. Singularity besides you. I never used her. I used Garrus and uh, Kasumi or something like that. I, yeah. I never used Liara. I, she was too fucking boring. I Also, I don't like Mass Effect 1 because it's boring. Yeah. That's fair. I'm not even going to argue that because it is. It's, Mass Effect it's, 1 it's, is, just, is a it's very... True. It's... I like I like the main story beats. Honestly, what I remember about Mass Effect 1 being good was like the last two hours of it. Everything leading up to the ending of Mass Effect 1 was basically filler. So so Valmir all the way to, to the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right. Uh, Vermeer, sorry. <laughs> Vermeer yeah. all the way to the end of the game. Yeah, like once, once the mystery is solved, like really once you've had your like... I guess big battle with um Mr. Saren. Saren. Yeah, because that's the the cool moment where it, where you can if you have like high enough paragon or renegade you can be like you do not wish to fight me and then he goes 
I oh yeah, don't, I don't bang. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fucking great. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, I mean, Mass Effect ones has a bunch of its problems. Obviously the pacing, obviously the running. If they could fix this fucking game, if you could just fucking sprint. <laughs> Like, lightly jaunting from one side of the Citadel to another is fucking mind-numbingly boring. I feel like the correct term is galumph. Galumph. <laughs> Hold on, I'm currently... I'm almost positive because it's the PC version that I own. Yeah. There probably, there probably is, is a better a run, run mod. There, 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 pro there probably is a running mod for one. Because one doesn't have a run mechanic at all, so. I love in one how, like, you walk around by just having, like, the gun pulled out and, like, really forward in front of you with your ass sticking out and you run just like that the whole time. It's really, yeah. really awkward. <laughs> I just want to make you sure just shoot you shoot in the Citadel too. <laughs> when you say when you say you can't run, you don't mean literally no, can't run. It's just that the run button, the run isn't very good, right? No, there is no run button at all. <laughs> I mean, on so like apparently on he light, the X he button he lightly jaunts. No, yes. that's only for two. I've tried. Okay, I play it on controller. I know that you can. I know that you can <laughs> run. Okay, I think I remember now. Um, you can run in combat, but as soon as it's like okay, putting the guns away, yeah, he goes into jaunt mode, and you can't force like an, a proper sprint out of combat. That was the problem. Which is weird, because it, usually it's the opposite. Like, you can't run in combat, but you can yeah, run... Yeah, it is kind of really it. backwards. But, surprise, a uh, a game made by Bioware is flawed and bad. Yeah, they were going for realism, okay? There's no reason why you'd sprint for no reason. But if you're getting shot at, yeah, you're going to put in that adrenal jump. Yeah, that realism went right up the fucking window into... <laughs> <laughs> So it's replaced uh, by punching I, reporters. I mean, you can kind of do that in one. You could do that in one as well, yeah. yeah. But you could do it even harder in two. <laughs> now there's a renegade button for you to do it. So those those were yeah, always no. such a weird thing in two because it was like it'd pop up, and like the amount of willpower it took. To not trigger it if you were trying to avoid that kind of run was uh, was high because it the, would hang for like five to ten seconds. It's like renegade, renegade. So renegade, you want to renegade, time, don't you? The the only time I did that was in three. Was when you have the elusive man and he's going to shoot um, Anderson. That's the only time I shot. I I did the renegade because I want Anderson to at least comment. You know, such a view. When you you guys are gonna die together on, at the end of three, mm. oh. so that's the only time I did the renegade option. Every single time I've always been Paragon. So, but after Mass Effect, I was like, you know what? I'm I don't feel like playing an RPG game. I'm gonna take a rest, not play much. I'm gonna play MLB the Show. No, 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 no. I went straight to. Fucking Final Fantasy VII intermission or intergrade, and that—that's a game. Is this my time to mute? <laughs> For now, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, just let me let me know when you are ready, and I'll undeafen.
yeah so for for this do you want to listen to this timber otherwise i'm just gonna be talking to a wall um i would probably go light on story spoilers if you can because i do hope to play these one day yeah i'm not gonna mention spoilers for story obviously so i'm gonna just mostly focus on mechanics and basically this game fixed the aerial combat for the entire series and i really enjoyed it mostly because so compared to cloud and barrett and tifa who are either one-dimensionally a on-the-ground fighter or a aerial specialist yuffie can do both she can throw throw her ninja stars in the air and then she casts ninjutsu because she's a ninja so that's one thing that's totally very different from Cloud and Barrett and Tifa and Eris for that matter. Um, that she can do both. And the fact that they have these partners, partner commands with Sonon, who is a original character for this game. The fact that you have partner commands also makes me think that for the future of this series... We're probably going to have four-member parties with the fourth member being a guest character. If if you understand what I mean. There's always going to be a guest character and it's a four-person party in each of the games. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at certain parts. Because why develop a, a guest party system that you don't control the other character for? if you're not going to use it for future games down the line because it'll be really stupid to go really hard into your battle system for only a game that's around seven to eight hours give or take i mean i like your thinking um however it wouldn't be the first time that square enix threw a mechanic in that's literally used like once and never again like it's very much but this is also but this is also very different from prior games Fair enough because they're into they're putting everything in together this is supposed to be their point five, right right so. yeah the in between okay yeah i so why 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 develop something and also they they built upon it from from the first game which is really nice but story aside it makes sense for the most part why they did this it really sets up the characters for whatever the sequel game is going to be, Remake 2 or whatever they're going to call it, because I know Square is going to be really stupid with their naming schemes for this game. So, but, you know, it's 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 good. I really liked Yuffie as a character. She still has the nativity of what she was when you first find her. And the character development that they did for her in this game particularly was really nice so she's always been a cool character in the i mean she's iconic i would say from seven she's an iconic character that you can miss (laughs) yeah yeah she's an iconic missable character not on the same level obviously as like sephiroth you know the bossiest boss character of all rpgs ever or um, even like Tifa, where I feel like people really latch on to Tifa. Perhaps yeah. because every time they show her, 
she's beaten something up. I I wonder why people latch on to Tifa. Can't imagine the main reasons. The the potential assets. Yeah. (laughs) Two particular reasons, but I, I I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, you know, the fact that this game is a DLC game and they, they, you could get your time out of it because I, I went kind of full ham and I almost platinum this game as well. So nice. you, you could possibly do about 12 hours, give or take, to get the full story, quote unquote, for it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that pretty much the ending really dovetails nicely into what is going to happen with Remake 2 really makes it worth it and i really enjoyed it but okay yeah i look for the only problem with the question of will you listen to it is yes i'll listen to you talk about it i'm excited about it i can't play it because i can't get a fucking ps5 (laughs) but one day i will be there and uh be able to play this game that i've been waiting for quite a while to play the problem i just hope i don't have the same thing i did with kingdom hearts 3 where i waited so long that now i'm like yeah i mean you know i don't know well, kingdom if hearts i really is ending, and, but kingdom hearts 3's ending suck so see i, I hear that and it's, and it's such a departure from the original the first two or i guess yeah the lack of the final games. fantasy characters the fact that it's like um like trying to tie together a whole bunch of games from freaking handheld things that I didn't play. So now I have to go and play those. Nope, like, no, it it's demands... not handheld anymore, Timber. It's not I know, handheld. You I know. Got... They're all they're all in the thing. Yeah, I got that. And I can play them, but it's going to be the long haul. You know, I feel like I've basically got to catch up on a decade worth of Kingdom Hearts to enjoy this last entry. You don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Re- I don't recommend doing that either. Let's see, like, the only only game that you actually really need to play? If I played 1 and 2, which one do I absolutely need to play to play 3? Well, you need to play Birth by Sleep, and you need to at least know the events of Chain of Memory, which you'll get into. Which I've I've got from 2, yeah. Yeah, so, but the, the, the... the main thing you do need to watch the 358 over two days movie what's That's funny okay. is that movie. 358 thing like drop like cuts out a couple really important things that are actually necessary for the plot yeah that yeah, game yeah. should have been the one that you played for importance not chain of memories yeah and not, like and even recoded was like a more fun game but they like they picked the bad games for, to be ones that like you you watch like you 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 watch the good ones and played the bad ones yeah and then, yeah, yeah, you have to at least know the story of the mobile game because particularly the ending is really tied to what the mobile game is about. Because otherwise, the ending makes no goddamn fucking sense. <laughs> so. Like, the mobile game is integral, like, actually important. Yes, yeah, because actually. otherwise, <laughs> you're... you're the th- see i really don't want to say without spoiling it, it it's yeah. really hard to dance around it the thing that really helps the ending so to speak 
is understanding what happened in that mobile game. <laughs> Alright, and that's not to be confused with Kingdom Hearts UX Dark Road. I think that's no, there was a mobile X. game that released around the same time as this, uh, as 3 originally, and it... It... I see a it, it's integral. It's integral for the ending. Honestly, just look up stuff for it, though. Just yeah, don't don't yeah. play all these games. Just go watch Just a Pancake. Let them explain yeah. it to you, and then just move yeah. on with your life. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, moving on from, from that, I've also started, and I'm, I'm probably almost done, to be quite frank, with ratchet and clank rift apart and it's a good game i i've enjoyed my time with it honestly it's it's really difficult to be wowed by the game graphically it's pretty very very good it's very very pretty and the fact that the riff mechanic is it's very seamless you can go into one rift and it sends you to a completely different level without loading and that's absolutely amazing in my mind so that's very interesting for me but this is my second ratchet game and they do so many winks and nods to the prior game yeah they have always done that with with those and with the jack and daxter games it's very difficult for a newcomer or semi-newcomer that only played the movie tie-in game to kind of be a, oh, a, no. a, attached attached to. Like, so for example, uh, that this isn't a real spoiler here, but you go to an alternate dimension and you see I mean, characters that's, from... That's like the whole point of that game. Yeah, yeah. So, but you see characters that are different but kind of the same from your dimension or from the original ratchet dimension but i don't know who any of these people are <laughs> like there's this pirate person that that clank alludes to because he teams up with rivet who is the female lombax yeah and the, he makes, the newcomer he makes, he makes side comments about certain characters that show up in that show up to to this universe that is different and it was like oh this is different from this isn't the character that i know from my universe this is a totally different Mm. person or they act different or they act like a hero in this one when they're like a wannabe hero or a scaredy cat is is quirk a bad guy in one of those because quirks i haven't seen i haven't seen the the superhero guy i haven't seen him yet quirks like if he's a hero or not it's always like kind of in flux because like he is, but he's such a piece of shit that, yeah. like, he's just in it for kind of glory while also being a complete wimp. And they've kind of made him wimpier over time, too. Yeah. So, I haven't seen him yet in the this un- universe. But, er- like, o- other characters, like, you've seen. And then, like, Mr. Zircon, it's, like, Mrs. Zircon now. Oh, the whole Zircon family's in there, which they were in... Um, into the Nexus is where they introduced all the different Zircons. There's like Zircon Jr. and then there was Mrs. Zircon and Mr. Zircon. You'd have all three as like a character or as like a weapon hmm. at one point. Yeah, so Mr. Zircon is in it and I know of Zircon Jr. because of the the weapons from the movie tie-in game. Mm-hmm. So 
it's 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 interesting and I like it, but it's uh, like a lot of inside baseball kind of terminology with yeah. certain things and certain characters, and that's where I... kind of like oh, I feel like if it'll be like you, it was like you kill when you played Yakuza Seven for mm-hmm. the first time. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of hints and winks and nudges towards the prior games that you just didn't get. Yeah. And, like, I didn't feel like I missed out on a lot of those, but I'm like, I bet this would hit harder if I knew, like, yeah. like, oh, like and- a specific like, character in your team. Like, oh, I bet if I knew who this was prior, I'd be like, oh, shit. But for me, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. K-pop guy. And then you're just like, <laughs> I killed you. <laughs> like how are you here <laughs> i shot you yeah. you do bring up a it's good point like... though of like like because it has a lot of those nods and references which i should have realized because i did play through the jack games they they do a lot of that but um ha- i personally only ever played a few levels of i think it was going commando so mm. i I probably would benefit as well from just like going back to some of those older games and playing through them just to get a sense of like the the I mean, lore and can, the characters and how they develop with each other over time. Like me it's playing really it because... is fine and it's it, the story makes sense, but like a lot of the other characters from this dimension, I think, like I said, it would help me out if I knew their personality beforehand because Clank yeah. does a lot of one-liners mentioning about that. And I'm just like, oh, I the, don't know. <laughs> like, the thing with Ratchet and Clank is, like, it doesn't have this completely ar- overarching story about... Like, the, the main overarching story of where is Ratchet fl- from was solved in A Crack in Time. That, like, mm. that was, like, it was all solved for the most part there. But I think he's still, like, you know, they still had some stuff open. Yeah. Um, every After A Crack in Time, you had Full Frontal Assault, All for One, Into the Nexus, and... I want to say there's one more. You didn't mention anyway, Going Commando like, yet? Going Commando is not part of that trilogy. Oh. Um, oh, so so like, there was the original, hmm. there was the original four games, uh, which kind of like just built up him as a hero with him, like you know, kind of like the like the over, like the whole theme being like you know, Ratchet wants to be a hero, but he doesn't know where he's from. And then Future, it kind of takes that he's like, well, like he wants to find out that like comes to be like he gets a hint of like where to go off and figure out where he's from, stuff like that would happen. All the Lombaxes. Then after that, just kind of. Um, they started adding in more villains and stuff. So, like, mm. there's there's a lot going on. Like, Nefarious is around. Nefarious has been around since the beginning. I'm actually happy he's back. He's back in this game, isn't he? He's, like, the main villain or something? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I like him. He's, like, one of the best villains in there because he's just funny. Like, they, they yeah, do a good job with him. He's, he's written very well as a comedic villain, but still intimidating enough to certain mm. plans but his I th- little inserts in between worlds is really funny and i could see like oh yeah like if like i said if you were a fan that knew of nefarious's plans and mannerisms beforehand it really helps out kind of thing it um i forgot which game it was but i know they beat him in the first game that i think he came back in the third game but like they kind of put him back together wrong so like he'd go off on a long tangent of some evil plan but then he'd yeah, like yeah. Yeah. short yeah. out so- and it would like pull in, like, a, a broadcast from, like, 50s TV and stuff like that. I always enjoy that. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, like, the first game came out in, like, 2002 or something like that, and they have, like, 20 years later, like, still referencing those things, but if people haven't played it, like, there's, like, an entire generation of kids that missed out on this. If you're, like, 18, like you know, 18 or 20 right now and you just bought a PS5 and you're buying Ratchet and Clank, you're like, oh, shit, I heard this is good, and, like, 
you just miss out on everything because you were a baby when the first game came out. So I could just see like it being, yeah, like kind of like overwhelming. Like any series that's gone on for that long, and it's like the only Sony series that has gone on that long with the same characters, the same like voice actors, all that stuff, and only had like it never got like a proper reboot. Like the movie thing was its own thing; it's separate. It's not yeah. part of the canon, really. So like it for that to be it's, the most recent one, it's more of an abridged version mm-hmm. of the first game. Yeah, so like for being. For being a franchise where, like, on the current general uh, generation system, you only have access to a weird version of the first game, and then the last game, like, that they made, like, the most recent game, which is the last one in the timeline, you have no yeah. way of picking up on it. Like, Into the Nexus was very late um, PS3. Like, I yeah. found a copy. It was took, took me forever to find one, and it wasn't even that great of shape, and it was, like, 30 bucks, and that was that was cheap. I saw them going for, like, 80 and, like, yeah. that's a short game that connects to this game, and most people didn't play it. I'm just really it's... surprised that they did Like, they had an entire generation where they did not port any of the games over, even though Jack and Daxter got them, and, like, it did nothing to really, like, welcome character people back to, the like, a series they might have lapsed on. I think there's it's definitely... It's really weird to me that they did that. Yeah. I think there's definitely, as we're, you know, as we're approaching the kind of the next zenith decade of we've been making video games in these series for a while we're starting to kind of see a splintering of like different methodologies of how companies are trying to bring newer game newer gamers into older series like Mm -hmm. it's basically turned into three categories you either have your final fantasy where it's like it's okay you can hop in wherever you want none of these are connected or remotely related to each other in any way Option two is you've got your reboots where it's like, we made this old game. Here, have it again. And option three is we've been making games for a while. We have the same characters in the same universe, more or less doing the same things with expanded lore for for a decade. Have fun figuring this shit out. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think Ratchet and in, in that situation, you Yakuza 7 is like that. I think there's technically four options where you could play this game. It exists in its timeline. It would be nice if you knew the prior history, but you don't necessarily need to play that. Mm. All I know, because even in the beginning level of Ratchet and Clay, if I did not play this game for the first, the, the, the reboot movie, I have a somewhat inkling and an abridged version of the story and what happened within the first 20 minutes of this game mm. because it did give you a real abridged version of what happened up until so far they mentioned the prior villains but they don't make it the focus they talk about nefarious a whole lot more yeah in like, that summary nefarious being the main care the main villain like there's no reason to mention anyone but him other than, like, in passing, like, oh, you know, they fought this, this, but, like, Nefarious has always been around. Yeah. Legitly, it was just, like, they had a lot of trials and tribulations, but Nefarious was always there. That was the mm-hmm. throwaway line for the other games that didn't include them. And there is, I guess there's winks and nods, because I'm kind of just going through picking from certain YouTuber people that just do that thing. There is a lot of winks and nods from the prior games in that parade of of the first 10 or 20 minutes or so. so gotcha. But but I I don't think it's I think if I were to jump onto Witcher 
if I jumped on to Witcher 3, would I have needed to play the first two Witcher games to know what the fuck's going on? I hadn't, so or... no. No, you, you, can, you, can, you can pick in The Witcher 3 without really needing any of the prior knowledge because the entire arc involving, like, the villains and main plot of that game are fairly self-contained. Like, there's a little bit of alluding to what's going to happen in The Witcher 3 in The Witcher 2 and in yeah. The Witcher 1 to an extent, but it's non-vital. Um, yeah. really, really, the biggest thing is just how did characters end up where they are in the opening 10 minutes of the game is, like, what you lose, really. It's like, okay. how, who, are, who are these people and how do they get here? Well... The game will kind of explain that if you read, like, the dossier lore things in the back. But, um, you know, really, if you wanted the full context of that, you'd go and play those other games. But, like, you don't... Like, it, it doesn't diminish like the rest the, of the game. The series and game that completely bookends to what you thought your third option was is obviously it's Metal Gear. Because you Gear, need to play the other yeah, fucking Metal game. Gear, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> to an extent. Um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts to an extent. Yeah, no, Kingdom Hearts definitely, especially for three. <laughs> um, let me see. It's it's kind of a it's not like a super deep category, but there are definitely games out there that are guilty of it. Um, like I would say, someone playing Resident Evil Village without having played Resident Evil Seven might be very confused. Um, I think oh yeah, yeah like me <laughs> I feel like that's the only game though in the series you need to play um one big problem though was if you bought if you wanted to get like a full like backstory on what happened in seven you had to buy I think the deluxe edition or something and yeah. they actually went out and straight out told you everything that happened in the previous game it's like that <laughs> what a like privilege that everyone should have access to <laughs> <laughs> but even so, like I said, when we had these talks with you, and I had this talk with you, Kyo, there is a legit room, that uh, a, a lore room that went full heavy connecting 7 to 8, and I had mm. no fucking idea what was going on, because <laughs> I never played the one played towards 7. the end of the game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh shit, this is how all this connects to the like the main series. And it's totally lost on someone who didn't play seven. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so that yeah. was fun. It was just like a lot of people are like, "Oh god, this connects to this, and this is how this happened." And I'm just like, like a fucking fighter jet went right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is these these are the kind of situations where I feel like let's plays were a really powerful medium because it's like hell. I want to understand what happened in this game. I also don't want to play a dated entry in a series that's been going for decades. Time to watch mm-hmm. somebody else do it. Um, no, especially with Ratchet and Clank, although the games are mostly the same all the time through, like no one wants to go back and play like Deadlocked. Deadlocked doesn't have a lot of story progression in it, but like people like you're like, oh, I'm gonna play one, you know, from one to the end, you get to Deadlock, you're probably like, I'm done. I'm playing like literally the, I, yeah. the same game in a row for the fourth time. And think, it has no story progression. It's just a bunch of, like, arena fights. Yeah, I think if I were to do that, if I were to be like, yeah, I'm going to play all the Ratchet games, I think I'm going to get burned out so fast. Yeah. 
Like they're like, nice because you always know what you're getting roughly, fight but to play through Mass Effect three, and because they changed the combat so much over the course of like the two the prior two games, I was like, oh my god, I'm still burned out. I was still kind of burned out in three. Yeah. So. <laughs> But besides that, that's all I played. <laughs> mm. I just saw a curiosity here. Did they just re-release Doki Doki Literature Club? Yes. Oh, yeah, there's a collector's and... edition of it with extra stuff. Oh. So, Timber, you, you want to know something very interesting about that game? Uh, be... So they released it on consoles. Okay. Now, you're thinking to yourself, if you know anything about this game... How the hell are you playing this game on console? Because certain parts of this game, to get the true ending, you have to mess around and root around with files. Right. They implemented a desktop into this game. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Desktop. That desktop is how you get through playing the files, the extra stuff, and all the little story things. But that's how you get into those files. As, as soon as I saw someone play that, I was like, oh, okay, that answers my biggest question that you could have for this game. <laughs> Is it like trying to like it's 99.8% look like a Windows desktop, or does it actually like... Is kinda, it stylized kinda. like it has Doki Doki lo- style? It's, it's kind of like stylized like Doki Doki style, but it has lore implementations in the background as well probably hinting to whatever the fuck the next game is going to be so okay interesting but i was like how, how, when i saw that it was coming to other consoles i was like how the fuck are you gonna delete the characters though <laughs> you have to root around the files how the fuck are you gonna do that? No, that my answer was right there they have their own version of a desktop implemented into this game um let's see news i mean there's really not a lot of news um, really, the only thing of note, um, let me just double check, is that there is a new Switch model. It is not a Switch yeah. Pro like everyone thought it was, and everyone's mad because it was not what they exa- it's not exactly what they expected it to be, despite the fact that it was never announced to be that. People isn't had that, their head that it was. Isn't that what Nintendo fans do anyway, though? Yep. I mean, Nintendo's like, we're not making the Switch Pro. They're like, oh, they probably are, and people are like, oh, there's a new one coming with a new screen i bet it's a better one even though they, it didn't say anything about the stats or you know whatever like i think this has been like this model was kind of leaked a little bit like they knew it had better screen but like they were all like dead set it's gonna be a 4k model it's gonna be a pro and i'm just laughing I'm like why why did they do it it's what five years into the system lifespan now four or five yeah, yeah. why would they, why would they do a pro model now like they would just replace it at this point if anything so this because, new version, it has... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Because I want to play Toki Doki Panic on 4K <laughs> on the go. Like, this has... All it has is bigger, like, better OLED screen. Um, yeah. The dock has an Ethernet port in it, which it should have to begin with. And... Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, really, it's barely anything... Uh, it's you the can same buy the dock fucking controllers. So, oh, yeah, same Joy Cons. Fucking happen. <laughs> Joy Cons are the same. They're white this time. The dock's also white. It, instead of having 32 inter- internal, it's 64, which is nice to have just baseline because that makes a lot more room. 
I really think they could have bumped that up to 128 or 256 at this point. It's not that much more expensive, but they're cheap. Yeah. Um, but like, it just looks overall that like it's if you don't have a switch and you're going to buy one, just wait for this one. It looks like it's just going to replace the current one out, which means the ones that are currently out will be cheaper probably to wipe them out. Mm. Um, but it's it's just it's like the different versions of the PSP. This is not a 3DS to new 3DS. This is a PSP 1000 to PSP 2000 or Vita to Vita. Yeah. Well, actually, Vita 2000 to Vita 1000, kind of in a funny way. <laughs> Um, but it's so, it's not it's not an upgrade. It's just a like it's a horizontal upgrade. So what's very funny? The PlayStation community was kind of like going ham on it, saying that oh, it'll be one of one of the first OLED portable systems out there, and people are just like, but the Vita. <laughs> yep, I have that one. It's a good screen. It has a lot of burn-in issues, but the screen's really nice. Yep, I have, I have two, and I even have the TV somewhere. <laughs> like, I I want one of these just because I have a launch switch with, like, the bad battery and stuff in it, and I would like a nicer screen, but, like, this is not something I need to go out and get. Like, I didn't even go out and Same. rush and get a Switch Lite, and I really wanted one. My girlfriend got one. If something happens to mine, I'll probably upgrade to this, but this is just seems like a... And like maybe a glimpse into what they're gonna the next switch is gonna look like. I just think it'd be stupid for them to have a Switch Pro and do the new 3DS thing where like there was such a stark difference between performance between the two, and then like um, there was a few games that were like locked to the new version only, and they sold like shit because who was gonna buy them? They only had like three or four like new 3DS only ones, so it was kind of pointless. Yeah. And if they didn't build the game for that or didn't update it to have that. Like, this yeah. feature's like, it was just, what's the point? So I don't, people are mad because it's not exactly what they thought it was going to be when there was no inkling that, or no, like, nothing was given from Nintendo that said they were going to do it. They even looked straight out, they're like, we're not making the Switch Pro. And they didn't. Yeah. And people are like, I'm still disappointed. Why? Oh, the new one's going to be 350 That's what it is. Okay, so it is a $50 increase for the better screen. Yeah. Um... Oh, it has better speakers. It's it's a lot of stuff where it's like, yeah, but most people, like, if you play this in docked mode, not going to notice any differences. Yeah, it's like, why would you upgrade something? It's basically upgrading 50% of your console's functionality, where it's like, hmm. it'll be a better experience when it's portable. And it's like, okay. But, like, to me, as someone who jumped from a Game Boy Color to the Switch in terms of, like, things that could be considered a portable console, like... Hmm. It's incredible that I can even play these portably. I really don't need it to be like first class, like the 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 first class luxury cruiser version of a console in portable mm. mode. Like it's fine. It gets the job done. I'll put it in dock mode. Like I would like, I would like an upgrade of the hand like it, like this if they're going to keep the handheld functionality. I would like an upgrade, but I don't want this. I want a new system entirely. Like, I'm ready for a stronger one because this one's already hitting, it's already well hit its max of what it can do. And I'm tired of getting bad ports. I'm tired of getting things that are downgrades. Yeah. So, like, I would like to have basically a new Switch model at this point that is, like, like Switch 2, not a Switch Pro. I would like a new one that has its own games that has, like, fixes the memory leak issue the Switch has and fixed... You know, has a better eShop thing. Because, like, at this point, I'm playing, like, on a portable PS3, which is slow as shit. Yeah. Please give me Joy-Cons that don't drift. That's all I want. Yeah. 
Apparently yeah, that's because that. in the ones Nintendo uses, they yeah. like anything. Like there's a bunch of things that use those, and that's just how they are. And yeah. they're not going to change things. Like I don't know why people thought they were going to change the Joy Cons because they have to work with the things that exist currently. Yep. Like until a company builds a better version of those thumbsticks, well, it, there's not going to be anything else. Well, it's it's specifically the manufacturer they've chosen. Like it's not. They did have a choice if they were to mm. redo. Like, I don't think they're going to... They can't change it for the Switch, because at this point, what goes mm-hmm. into the Switch is patented. It's blueprinted. Like, that's that's what the Switch is. But if they were to make a new console, they could opt for a different, um, basically, controller, joy, joystick manufacturer mm-hmm. um, who would not have those problems. It's just that yeah. they basically... Con- they're contractually obligated to keep working with these guys, who unfortunately yeah they're kind of stuck until they like complete like that's why i feel like this is why we're not getting a pro we're just going to get a side upgrade to this 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 is not we're until they have a new system we're just stuck with what the switch is and and i think that's really uh that was announced today which i thought seabass was lying to me because he just makes up shit sometimes yeah, uh, no, I went to sleep and I woke up to this new Switch news and I'm like, okay. <laughs> trying to see if there's anything else. There's really no other news. Like, there's... There's, like, nothing else going on. E3's over yeah, oh, and nothing no. else has really been yeah. announced. SGDQ is on this week. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Shut down, guys. Speedrunners, uh, sorry. <laughs> if you're into speedrunning, so of... it's a great opportunity to watch like old stuff be done 50 times over again. So if you are really big into speedrunners and you want to watch them all in one place that isn't just on Twitch, uh, you can go on Twitch and watch all the speedrunners you like in one place <laughs> on one channel Dude. this time instead oh, of going wow. to the channels normally. It is good for the charity they do do good charity work but it's i i hate gdq on twitch i really wish it was somewhere else i think it's easy to get disillusioned with it when it's something that you have already experienced like at this point you know if you've seen two to three gdqs you've kind of seen them all you've seen them all but if you're someone who literally doesn't know what a speedrun is it is really good exposure to that niche community of like a thing that people do with video games like there are, mm. it's hard to to fathom it but there are people out there who do not know that it exists and for them it's still a good service i think it's just i uh i'm i'm we're too we're too we're too in the weeds of it man as uh as streamers as people who've been doing these kind of things for a while we we know about it already. It doesn't. It doesn't really help us anymore. Or we're not the target audience. That's the phrase. Yeah, like I'm. I just kind of lost interest in speedruns overall. Like I used to speedrun myself, and I had you know a bunch of friends that do it. And I just, for me, I've just lost a lot of interest in it. I just have a hard I time. Know, I feel like I have a hard time committing to a single game for like an exceptionally long period of time. It goes. Mm-hmm. It's both for like getting a game down to like speedrunning levels, where it's like, oh yeah, I'm really like I re- I'm really good at this game to do this. It's the same thing with achievements, where it's like I can't. I also don't usually platinum games unless they're easy platinums. Like if they're you know 
if it's something that I can feasibly do, if I'm like down to where it's like just one achievement left, then yeah, I might do it. But if it get through like a hundred achievements at me and like 80 of them are below something that 10% of people have gotten, I'm probably never going to get those. Like it's just too much extra invested time for minor payoff. Mm. It usually requires like tons of additional grinding or repeat playthroughs. It just doesn't ever, uh, I don't ever have the time for that. Well, do you want to move on to questions, or do you guys have anything else before we do that? Because, I mean, that, there's really no other news. Um, LG, yeah. stop making phones if anyone cares. Neato. <laughs> I only know because my sister's sad because she apparently used to still bought LG phones. I mean, it is <laughs> no, kind of... So, I one of my first... I think the first smartphone I ever had was an LG phone, uh, and it was a red one. It was super cool, and uh, it slid out of my pocket getting out of the car one day and smashed. And I've been using Google Pixels ever since. You nice. know what? What phone company would never have that problem for your childhood? Um, Nokia. Nokia. <laughs> Nokia. I mean, before Nokia's before LG, I countries. had I had a Virgin Mobile like Sidekick or whatever, where like you could open it up and <laughs> like it had a little keyboard on it. The uh, the Virgin Mobile and the Chad iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, now let's move on to questions. Yeah, questions. Okay. So we have a few. Um, first question is from Puddin' Cup. Uh, these are all in my server on Discord, by the way. So if you ever want to jump in there and ask questions, we do go through them every single time. Um, first one is from Puddin' Cup. Give me three reasons to get the new Switch model. We should all list a reason to get one. I will go first. Um, you get a dock that has a basic functionality of an Ethernet port in it this time better battery hmm. better screen uh <laughs> bari falls up with give me three reasons to not get a switch model let's do the same thing um you're broke as shit the battery still but will still die if it's out of dock or if you hmm. forget to charge it like how i do <laughs> It doesn't do anything different. There you go. Yeah. Um, from Baku asks, any advice for those who play Yakuza Like a Dragon for the first time? Um, get used to slightly janky battle mechanics because the game was never supposed to be an RPG initially, so it's going to be oh. rough, but it's definitely worth the payoff of sticking through some of the bullshit. So, before you go on a trip... Make sure you grind. You grind like hell. There's only one point in the game where you have to grind, really. Like, there's only one that, like, they do it. And once you go on that trip, you are introduced to a facility where you can train. It says it's optional, but just do it. And it, you'll yeah. be very happy. Do it once, maybe twice. That's the only do grinding it, you'll have to do for the game, really. Do it once because it unlocks the most broken weapons for your characters at that point of the game. Yeah, like you get money, you get you get weapons, you get um some collectibles. It's beneficial to do it. Like not just for grinding. Like it it be, it would behoove you to do it for multiple reasons. Yeah. All right, next question. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll be playing the game in October, but from what I've seen, you can play a crane game. You should probably do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can play. You can play Virtual Fighter Five. There you go. In this game, you should really be playing right uh, now Virtual for Fighter that reason. One. <laughs> oh my god! No, but it's a it's a different edition. Have you guys? It's like playing Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two Turbo, and Street Fighter Two Tournament Plus, or whatever. It's like the the difference between those two. Gotcha. Have you guys ever played Virtual On? No, I've always wanted to though. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. I played it in an arcade machine, and every time I hear Virtual Fighter, I get the two mixed up, <laughs> and then immediately go, "Wait, nope, that's not the same. Not even close." <laughs> Uh, next question is from Tofu. There's a new Switch model question mark? Yes. 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 Uh, Black Shotgun asks, how to make Earthbound better? Um, just make the game not suck. Make the battle system actually good. Like, just don't, don't be fucking mean about it. You can't because it's already completed. Yeah, like, there's nothing you can do. I guess there's ROM hacks. Someone told me today, they're like, I play Mother 1... But I always do a, a, an easy patch. I'm like, I would love to have Earthbound with an easy patch on it. But I don't know if that alone would solve the issues for me. I know that Toby Fox made a bunch of mods for Earthbound back in the day. Maybe one of his basically fixes mm. it. Or you could just well, play Lisa. I don't... I'll not play him at all. <laughs> Shotgun also asks, what is y'all's favorite RPG? Um, mine, I have just decided, is Chrono Cross. Wow, that 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 much PS1 of an impact. Um, I mean, it's one of the it's the only PS One RPG I've completed twice, and the second time through, I loved it even more than the first. That doesn't happen a lot with me with RPGs. That's awesome. Okay. Now it just depends. <laughs> it really depends. Like if Ar- we're going to yeah, go RPG from... as a genre is a very broad question, but let's pick retro. Maybe like anything that came out prior to the PS Three. Prior to the PS3. Just to kind of like put it within like a time span. We can do like one before and then one after that. Like one more modern, one more retro. That helps. Okay. Yeah. Which, uh, which in that case, my, all my modern... Your, your oh. complaints about it. My my favorite RPG of all time. It has to be Final Fantasy VIII. I know. I understand the, the qualms with it. I totally. See, I think it's fine as long as people understand. Like the game is really flawed. As the people who think it's not, it's like yeah. you can love something and be like, "Oh, it's a fucking mess." It's a yeah, fucking it's a mess fucking, of a game. It's a fucking mess of a game that they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this junction system where you think you can break the game, but it ends up being a detriment in certain places." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there, there's that. Uh, but it's also one of the only Final Fantasies that I beaten on four different occasions so I feel like my choices are very normy and predictable at this point but um, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask if it's allowed to count if not Final Fantasy X nope how is that an RPG? I, I, I refuse it to is accept an RPG. It's an, it's a, how, how no, is it's that an, an action RPG? puzzle game no it is an ARPG it's a puzzle it's not an ARPG you do not lo- the, the only Zelda do game not level up though the only Zelda game is an RPG of Zelda 2. I refuse to accept any other Zelda game as that because it's just Zelda fans wanting their games to count as another genre. <laughs> so, okay, so you're categorizing it as a puzzle is it, with action elements. It is a puzzle adventure game puzzle adventure with action game. I guess that's fair. Adventure game, yeah. It's not an RPG just because I'm like, well, technically everything's... No, no, there is a specific thing for role-playing. Nothing 
you don't it doesn't do the same thing it is an action game it is through and through an action game so what what is like the the, the key defining feature is it a leveling system do you or have having attributes leveling yeah, system a, le- <laughs> a leveling system fucking helps <laughs> that's like the basic thing i think a leveling system that's why i don't think um, paper mario sticker star is an actual rpg because there's no real leveling system yeah it's like there's a bit basic ass one in there that is so brain dead that it's pointless for it to even count origami king um, you need that problem I don't think you need to have equipment because equipment works for all of those. Like you have to have like, I think you need to have experience, um, may or may not have parties that you control, uh, some kind of battle system that's not just like, like Zelda has a, you just run around hit things, but you don't gain anything from it. You don't grow. There's no character growth from going around smacking things. Right. You, You find weapons, you use them. The only growth you get think, is, however, there like, you could argue the same thing with Undertale. Like if you're doing a pacifist run of Undertale, you're not leveling, but it is an RPG. You're playing the role of Frisk. But do a majority of people play? Um, if I were to play this game, Timber, right now, would I be able to do? Like, would I randomly fall into a pacifist run, or am I going to play the game normally? The pacifist run, you have to choose to play it, right? You you make yeah, it. Yeah, so it's choice. basically like pacifist is pacifist is like a level one run. That's was what that is. It's a level one challenge run. Yes. Whereas like it is an RPG with leveling up, uh, like abilities, stuff like that, things you learn. But you people choose to play it. Right. Level one challenge, and it makes basically. it pretty obvious early on that a pacifist run is a viable thing you can do, and you'll naturally. Mm-hmm probably fall into it if you even remotely like the characters you're interacting with right which i'm sorry that it's mm. been spoiled for you at this point already that there that is a mechanic it's it's but, too hard to get around yeah. that because immediately when people bring up undertale they're like well you have to play without killing anything it's like well why like it's it's been ruined already yeah like that's yeah, the thing like, for, like if for, you weren't there me, what... like i see people doing more pacifist runs than the actual game itself yep so i i don't even know the what entails with the regular game so i'd rather play the regular game right which is the thing like is the, the RPG, meta right? <laughs> the thing about the regular the game is that there's just meta yeah like if you do a regular playthrough you're basically getting a less enjoyable ending than if you went to the extremes in either direction because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it's not ex- as ex- expansive on that it's you know a neutral run is no, sort of I just a compl- I completely whatever. understand that timber but the popularity of a pacifist run makes me not want to do a pacifist run if you get that mm. yeah i mean honestly with the, the problem with undertale is like good go ahead go ahead uh with the game's length it's basically encouraged that you will eventually do basically every kind of run i will do yeah, multiple, it's like six yeah. i will do multiple it's like six places, hours right? long <laughs> yeah the thing is, like, the game was intended to be played as a normal RPG first until people realized that there was, like, good and bad playthroughs, basically. And then the meta around the about around the fandom of only doing pacifist made that the basic one that people must do. Even though it was never, like, the intent, I think, by Toby Fox, which was, you only play it this way. It was supposed to be, you choose how to play. You can do it normal, you can kill everything, or you can um, choose to plays pacifist and it's just the fandom has decided that pacifist is the default even though neutral is the default just because like you get a bad end, like you don't get a fulfilling ending like timber said but like that was supposed to be oh this sucks maybe i should go through it again 
type of thing in this time do one or the other right which at the time when i played the game the knowledge that there was a kill everything run wasn't known to me like i didn't know that that was a thing i didn't yeah. even bother trying to kill anything because i was like well there's no point in doing that i'd say if you weren't there the first six like you'd have to be there the first six months of undertale to really be able to play it the intended way and since then mm-hmm. it has been like shifted to you must play it this way right which at this point it's like play it how you want to play it i you know it's not something to yeah. it's not something to force on people it's just like a disclaimer of like it's it's a disclaimer baked in with the um basically knee-jerk reaction of we don't you know as someone who liked undertale i don't want you to dislike undertale so people are are Mm. knee-jerking well if you play it this way you're guaranteed to like it because you're gonna have the good experience quote-unquote right you're gonna see it the way i did and the way that made me love it right but you do have to make those discoveries yourself and i think a lot of people Mm. um lose sight of that when they're trying to convince other people that something is good or bad, really. Uh, so that should answer the question about the RPG thing. <laughs> Final Fantasy X. didn't answer any of your questions. <laughs> you didn't even say it. I said it after Zelda. You were going Zelda. on no, a bitch said, about... No, no, no. I said it after... <laughs> after If it doesn't count for Zelda, then Final Fantasy X. Okay. So Final okay. Fantasy X, Undertale's your newer one? Um... I don't know if I would... So, like, one, one old, one new, basically. Yeah, I would say Undertale's my newer one, for sure. Okay. Ken, what did you say for yours? Final Fantasy uh, The and... new one? The new one... The... Let's see. It could be Yakuza. It's a very strong inkling. It could be Yakuza. But I've also enjoyed my time with Golden a lot more, too. Mm-hmm. Persona 4 Golden? Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's such a weird one because like technically it's a PS2 game, but it was late PS2 that came out after the PS3, and the PS Vita version's better. Yeah, it, that one occupies a weird spot, but okay, that's fine. It's weird because I've mine like new. Go ahead. Sorry, um, I I don't mean to uh, interrupt. I recently heard someone make the claim, and you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, that there is no point. In playing an older Persona game once the newer one comes out, like playing Persona Five, playing Persona Four is playing a watered down, <laughs> less good version of Five. Oh. Is what I've heard oh, 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 tossed oh. about. Um, no. If you're going by pure <laughs> RPG mechanics, like if you're like, oh, this one is better RPG, maybe. Like if it's like you know, not even taking in the characters and story new mm-hmm. account. Yeah. Uh, I'd still think Three has the strongest story of all of them. Yeah. I still think five's the worst one of the modern era. Like this, yeah, it's 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 bad. It's bad. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys like a bad game. And that, but are you asking specifically for four to five, or the point fives to regular? I believe it's specifically edition. four to five, and it's largely because most likely the people levying this argument have only really played those two. Because you go further back yeah. than that, and Persona wasn't even on people's radar, really. Persona 3 was fairly... 3 only got popular, like, popular-ish in retrospect of 4 being yeah. popular. Yeah. But 4 didn't get popular until well after Golden. the Yeah, Golden. Yeah. I think it was based... If I recall, the first time I ever heard of Persona 4 Golden was when Giant Bomb did coverage on it. 
because they actually did a thing about it and that sort of took off i think it might have been one of the things that made giant bomb itself sort of take off too in a way during like early internet but because i've played the original games are three from three on and then i i have copies of one and two eternal sin and or internal punishment and stuff like that and do you have have revelations on ps1 yeah you have a disc and i also have the psp reboots of one and two so okay so i am a huge fan of the persona series but also another thing too is like so there's there's twofold to the question that you just asked yeah going back from individual individual games or number games from four to five it might be a tougher pill to swallow but i think it's worth it for the stories for each and they also do hints and winks and nudges through all, 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 throughout all the, all the, the entire series as a whole. I find it weird because, like, no other RPG series, like, people do that. No one's like, oh, there's no reason to go back and play any of the old Final Fantasies after 15. Like, no yeah. one's going to say that. Right. Like, Dragon Quest 2, people are going to be like, oh, you should go back and play the other ones. Same with, even, like, Shin Megami Tensei, like, oh, if you haven't played Nocturne, you should go play Nocturne before 5 comes out. Like, even yeah. before like the remaster was announced, like it's weird to think of like. I think it's Persona uh, Five being the end all, beat all one in the series. I think it's because especially for people who are not regular consumers of JRPGs, Persona is viewed mm-hmm. as that one art JRPG that takes a hell of a lot of time to play. Like I think for a lot mm-hmm. of people, it's just viewed as a very time consuming RPG. Think, I think for for that particular reason but i i have a a a one better reasoning for that it's a slow ass intro game all of them are Mm -hmm. i think four four is like that golden's like that five and royal is like that three and then the psp games are like that as well the only time that it isn't slow for me was when you were playing the psp game but only if you're the female protagonist Mm -hmm. and she's not canon (laughs) <laughs> she is it's, it's weird she's weird she's it's canon weird. alternate <laughs> canon alternate universe yeah so uh fucking, i i have no idea like but i think that you if you are going to play the point five games you need to play the the before one as well yeah to understand and appreciate what is wrong or what is given to you yes which is why i'm a huge which is why i'm a huge fan of having the option to play persona strikers persona 5 strikers without any way to play persona 5 what the fuck guys uh well that's just the crybabies that wanted to be ported to switch and i i don't want it to be ported to switch just for that fucking reason My my modern one I like is Yakuza the Like a Dragon. <laughs> Thank you, Kyo. Yeah. Hasn't honestly hasn't been a lot of like JRPGs to come out in the past few years. Like I love Xenoblade and stuff. Like I still think it's my favorite RPG of all time, but yeah. it occupies a weird spot. Like I still think it's I like it better than both of the ones I just mentioned. Um, but mm. I'd say like of more recent ones because it's like it's not retro, it's not modern, it's the it's in the Wii era. It's still my favorite one. Yeah. But like if I'm gonna say yeah. really recent that's relevant, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. And like I said too, like yeah, if 
it's it's a very hard toss up between Golden and and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yakuza Like a Dragon. I love the story and I love the mm. characters and everything about that game. And because I've I was heavily invested in the Yakuza games priorly, mm. and it does dovetail to an ending of sorts for certain characters, and I really like that. Mm. However, for me, Golden also this also comes out that I did play the original four, and just the a, the portability of having a game that I used to play on the PS2 with major updates to the entire system overall really helped its case. Mm. I played Golden several times over. It was the game that kept me sane while I was in study abroad. So that, that, that that's one of two reasons there. So Okay. We have one more question from Crewmate. Most horror games on boats are mostly terrible. What's your favorite? <laughs> What's your favorite terrible horror game on a boat? Is Resident Evil 5 considered one of those games? Is Resident Evil 7? <laughs> you technically... 5's on a boat at one point, but it's like one chapter. 7 takes place... Is like... Resident Evil 4 a part of that? Resident <laughs> Evil 4 well. is what... There is no boat section, just a jet ski section, so I will say 4 does not count. Okay, so 5 has more of a boat section... Well, it, technically, it, so like for, for if I Resident want to be Evil, real technical, Seven has more, more of a boat section than Five, it does. right? <laughs> like, if you want to talk about like how, as much of like how much of the game is taken up by the boat section, Seven has far more than Five. Even if Five's is technically longer, Seven's a shorter game. So, for ones that are on boats, you got Dead Aim, you got Gaiden, you got um, Resident Evil Revelations. I was gonna say, uh, isn't Resident Evil Revelations f- games on there? Five and six both have parts where you're on a boat briefly, but are not about a boat. <laughs> um, and then you have seven, which has the boat section. And is kind of I'm about of a boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it all happens it... because of a boat. The, the, is that the, the major lore part? <laughs> it's not. Well, the boat crashing into the, the bayou is what released the mold into. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So those are the main ones for for that, but then like, what are some other horror games on a boat? Extermination, I think. I don't know. There's no boat in Extermination. Carrier takes place on a boat. Deep Deep Fear takes place underwater in a submarine, which is just a boat underwater. A sunk boat. <laughs> a U-boat. A U-boat. That's even better. Uh, um, yeah. I'm gonna say Deep. Fear is my favorite horror game on a boat, If it, as long as that counts. I'm trying to think if there's, like, a game that's, like, the most explicitly just a horror game in a boat. Boat horror game. Like... Man of Madon. Man of Madon. The, yeah, Man of Madon is about a boat. <laughs> oh, there's that, um... Uh, the, that, like, Cthulhuian game... Where you, where you like control a boat through the <laughs> the sunken city? Sun, yeah, yeah, that one. Sunless. Sun. What, what about Jaws the video game? Is Are that you considered man eater? Are you on a boat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're on a boat and it's considered a horror game, yes. I've never played Jaws, well, I mean, but Jaws is technically I mean, a, a horror movie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a horror movie. 
It's kind of a thriller horror. I'll allow it just because it's like that or pick a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Or, or now, are we related to ships as in the sea ship? What about spaceships? What about dead space? I mean, that um, feels like cheating almost. You could also make an argument for I feel alien like isolation at that point. Because they're, they're specifically saying a boat. They didn't say a ship. If they said a ship, I would allow it, but they said boat. You don't say a space boat, which we should. We should. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> but they said Instead boat. of a shuttle, it should be a space boat. That's what the smaller, smaller spacecraft should be. Uh, there's I'm just there's that choose. level. <laughs> I will choose the game that I haven't played, Resident Evil 7. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's that level in Hitman that's on a boat. Everybody's dying. But that's not a horror game. It's a horror. I mean, it's a it's horror a, game for the. It's a horror. For it's the a horror disease. game for the people that you're killing. Yes, but not a horror game to you. I mean, wait, which game was it? It's horrifying to be the person. It's Hitman. Like, because you're the Hitman. It's not a, a horror game. It's you, not a horror you, game. You, all the people it's not a reverse are horror dying game because of this maniacal, crazy Hitman. No, I don't. I don't allow it. <laughs> Alright. I mean, my vote's Resident Evil 7 because it's the only one I could even think of, really. Alright, well that's all the questions we had. And those are all the dumb answers we got. Yeah. Um, anything before we move on to the end? Anything you guys want to plug or say or get off your chest? Timber, turn the notifications on for this fucking channel, please. <laughs> they are on. Or at least check them. <laughs> I do check them. check them. I do check them. You think I didn't notice? I noticed your message like 15 minutes before we were Respond. alive. Respond. Respond to it. <laughs> but I sent it July 4th. That was a holiday. I was off. That's a, that's a you day You have Discord off. on your phone. Don't you have phones? Y- yes, and I deliberately try to no, not we're... look at things on holidays on my phone. Oh my god, it's not like it's work. Yeah, I mean, all you do is talk, and then that's my he, job. That's literally what you I talk. Do. Ken up, Ken edits it. I get it. I upload it, make the cover art, everything, post it, and pay for it. This none of what you're doing is work for this. Check the goddamn Discord. Whoa, now I feel <laughs> d- diminished in, in in my appreciation here. You you know what I'm contributing with these words. Maybe a tier three sub would make me feel better. <laughs> oh my god, bribery! Come on. <laughs> At least a tier two would make me feel great. Uh, oh yeah. So what's the thing that will hook Bari or whatever the fuck? Oh, um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, wh- if- what was the game that Timber said was his favorite RPG before he actually said his favorite RPG? There you go. That should be really easy because he could honestly just come up with any game and just say a name and it'd probably work. <laughs> That is how you get it. You get a tier one sub to Timber Tap. I mean, Just I, let fe- me know I feel in like my channel while I'm live. That might work. The other one is uh, that we could go with is what is the name of the medium difficulty in Cruelty Squad? You know that wouldn't work because you can just look up a wiki. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> I I didn't pay I didn't pay attention, so I wouldn't be able to like verify it. <laughs> what? Technically, what is the medium difficulty? You just said that the game was hard on the first regular difficulty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The regular difficulty is the hardest difficulty. <laughs> then there's a medium, and then there's a low. Depending on how many times you die. All right, where, can people, where can people find you, Ken? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Diyu, where we talk about the Japanese music industry. 
with this past week's episode, we talked about what artists we would like to see on the Olympics whenever that raging fire of disease control is going to happen. So, there's that. You can find it on all podcast streaming services by looking up Ongakuryu. You can find the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakuryu.com. You can follow me personally at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboko, Herobo, and more Aina Aiba. What about you, Timber? My name is Timbertaft, and if you like hearing me here today, you can also find me on twitch.tv slash Timbertaft on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, where I stream at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Currently, I am playing through Subnautica and continuing my exploits in Deponia on my random roulette days. Uh, you can also find me on youtube.com slash TimberTaff where I post videos. There hasn't been anyone in a while, but the last one was about Outer Wilds. And you can also find me on twitter.com slash TimberTaff where I post random things, including my schedule, which is slightly less random. What about you, Kyo? You can find me everywhere at Kyoto Hunter on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all those things. Uh, YouTube stuff will eventually come back. I swear to God, every time I make plans, something happens, and I can't sit here and type or record anything. Or edit, so eventually it will happen again. Uh, but you can find me Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Hunter, where I play retro games, specifically RPGs, because I like to play games with an arcade stick right now. And we're playing a lot of, like, yeah, retro RPGs. My life is in shambles at the moment. Please come by and entertain me or <laughs> something. Give him those tier three subs. It's... Yes. Tim, Tim, Specifically, you Timber, you should give them the three subs. <laughs> but yeah, um, you're making I, the most money out of the both of us hey, right now. What? <laughs> I know, I know, I, right? I'm furloughed right now. I don't have any I money guess that's coming true. in. That's true. That's true. I do have. I am. I'm still employed. But yeah, uh, you do that, and I will be on there. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter, where I post random musings and. Uh, stuff and apparently alienate a lot of my followers by just saying i don't like earthbound <laughs> calmly <laughs> without being mean that i didn't like it and um, okay mm-hmm. yeah thank you for listening to this episode of potasaurus we will see you next time goodbye bye bye aloha bye bye <laughs>